What's up? I'm Pain. And I'm Panic. And this is fucking hell. Alright, so instead of starting off with our normal, how was your week? And fun facts and whatever. We're gonna take this week's fun fact and say, don't be a racist. As of right now, it is Friday, May 29th, and George Floyd. The cop has been put into custody and charged with murder, so... Hooray! But also, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Yep. Um, obviously this doesn't really fix anything other than this guy will not, more than likely, not be a police officer for at least another year. He should not be a police officer ever. He definitely shouldn't, but I can't imagine that they will actually give him the full 25 years in jail. He should get more than that. Probably, yes. But, um... While it doesn't solve all the world's problems, it is one positive step in the right direction. So, please, don't just be an activist on social media. Stand up for people in your day-to-day life when you see something bad happening. Speak up. It's a lot easier to step in with a Karen than it is with a police officer. I understand that that situation is a different circumstance. But if a Karen's being mean at the grocery store... There are a few consequences, other than making her mad, which sounds like a positive to me. (laughs) If you can help things, help them, especially if you're white. And if you aren't able to help, don't feel bad. You're a person who probably needs help. Love people, treat people with kindness, listen to the song by Harry Styles. That's it. I don't know, just try to be a decent person. But sorry to start off heavy. Actually, I'm not sorry. It needs to be talked about. We started off heavy, but now we're going to get back into our normal BS. Laura, hit us with that fun fact. I think that you're going to do it this week. I don't even remember. We just discussed it 30 seconds prior to hitting record. Everything sucks and I fucking hate it here. That's the fun fact. <laughs> we are really, the season finale is really a doubter so far. I mean... But we talk about blood wounds later, so, you know... It, it's just... Stick around. It's gonna be a fun little finale. With the juiciest Tinder tale yet. So, stay tuned. How was your week? I... Went from having... During quarantine, I've had one job. Which is my part-time job graphic design stuff. And I usually do that about 25 hours a week. During quarantine, it has ranged from 20 hours a week to one hour a week. Like, it's been all over the place. But since last time we recorded, I now have four jobs. Which really is just an overachiever at its finest. I wouldn't call it overachieving. I would call it... Stretching myself too thin. Overcommitting. Yes. So I got called to do some more work at the dance studio that I am a receptionist for. We did like a drive through so kids could come pick up their costumes for recital. Um, I spent all weekend doing that. I also got some freelance jobs, one from Portland, one from Cincinnati, both very exciting, but they're animation, which takes forever to do. And they both decided that their due dates were going to be Thursday, today. And let me tell it's you. It's freaking Friday, my guy. I was trying to pretend like we were recording on Thursday. Ew. I just, I said the date at the beginning of the podcast. I said it's Friday, May 29th. Sorry. (laughs) Well, fuck everything, man. I hate it here. Oh, I don't even know where I left off. You interrupted me. Sorry, everything was due on Thursday. Everything was due on Thursday. It was animation. I had to pull an all-nighter. I got three hours of sleep the other day. Barely. Um, And I may have even more work to do, which is... Very exciting. You loved working for this place, so I really hope that it works out for you. Me too. Um, 
one of my freelance opportunities has offered possibly more permanent work and hopefully everything goes if you're not an artist you don't understand but if you are that touched your soul in a very specific way (laughs) i tweeted this picture like the other day uh they sent me an email that said impossible future work and i was like you love to see it seriously goodness gracious i'm also trying to get ready for a child's birthday party on saturday and i don't own a freaking cake pan I may or may not. We'll have to figure that out for you. Any other exciting plans this week? Not that I can think of. Okay. This week... This week we've been doing it. If you are new to the podcast, hey, what's up, hello? I can't believe you stuck around after that intro. And I also frequently talk about the gynecologist, and today is no different. Um, So... My gynecologist, we all know that I went for the first time. It was scary. Recently, I've been having some negative repercussions of my birth control. And I don't hear comments saying that it's bad for your body. I'm I'm aware. Hey, don't send me that. I'll delete it. And babies are bad for your bank account. So, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Anyway, I've been mm, fainting. <laughs> Not exactly, but I've been like really dizzy, lightheaded, Having can't dizzy walk. Spells. Like, like can't a nineteen forties woman. Oh, this is just too much. I have to lay down. <laughs> Pretty much. So I've been laying down a lot because standing is hard. And so I called them, and they were like, I called the nurse, and she was like, "Okay, explain your symptoms." I told her I was like, okay, "I can't stand up. Haven't been able to for the past two days. My diet hasn't changed." I still eat the same amount of crap. I drink caffeine and water. Don't know what's happening. She was like, oh, okay, I need to take this to the main doctor. I'll call you right back. Bye. And hung up on me. And I was like, okay. Then she calls me back like two hours later and she's like, so those symptoms aren't normal, but they're possible. So wait a week and just see what happens. And I was like, okay, gonna try that. Yesterday, I did not feel dizzy, and I was like, woohoo! 20 minutes before Laura and I came in here to record, I could just see shapes on her face. So, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. Um, maybe season two will be the Laura show. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speaking oh, I of, hope I'm kidding. <laughs> speaking of being sick, though, um, I did forget to mention, which I'm not excited about this remotely at all. Um, about a year ago, my cat had <laughs> hepatitis. Did you know that cats could get hepatitis? I bet you didn't. It's different than people hepatitis, and basically it's pretty much just like, their liver machine is broke. <laughs> and so he is doing the same stuff he did back then, but back then I had zero dollars and no help to get him to the vet. So he got really sick, but... He, like, popped back to life after, like, a month of medicine. He chonked up. This time, I have money, and I've noticed early that he has decided to barely eat, and what he does eat, he's throwing up. So, taking him to the vet to find out if he has hepatitis again. Fun. Which, I want to understand, how does a cat get hepatitis? Where do they get it from? Like, the only place he hangs out is your room. Do you have hepatitis in your room? I don't know. <laughs> Does your bed frame have hepatitis? Hepatitis in my room? It's more likely than you think. Oh, oh I don't know how to transition to the rest of my week from that. I don't have any hepatitis-related stories. But uh, a common theme is Laura and I are both employed, and we talk about work a lot. But I've been working a ton recently. Finally, it's calmed down. I finished my big 50 project batch. My photo shoots are starting to space out a little more instead of all be in one week. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should get another job because I've been bored for 20 minutes and that seems like the logical thing to do. And then I looked at my calendar and I was like, I'll have a free day for the next three weeks. Calm down. And that's why I'm panic. Welcome. Two pals in a pod. there for a little while once i it was like when i had just gotten my second job and i was like i'm a two job lady i was like 
What if I add another one? Oh my god, wouldn't it be so scandalous if I just added another one? What about another one? Another one. <laughs> but, oh my goodness. What was I up to? Like, seven? I have... I really don't know. I don't know. I think of it as, like, a proud thing, but also, like, the fact that I have to have more than one job is pretty fucking sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what else is sad? People not following the CDC guidelines. And me almost slamming an old person in the throat today. Oh my god. Okay, if you guys want to be controversial about wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, whatever, feel free to do what you think is right, even though you should follow rules, but I'm not going to make you. But don't be mad at other people for following rules. Like, I just don't understand that part, at least. Anyway, I was at the store today, and I did not want to be at the store, but I went to the store because my mom wanted me to help her pick something out. Anyway, at the store, and the lady behind me was centimeters away from touching me with her cart on the phone talking crap about people wearing masks not wearing masks and coughing and i had had it and i love old people this is not a hate on old people millennials hate all old people podcast that's not my some millennials are old people now yeah i'm i'm not an old people hater one of my best friends is 75 but i had had it with this old karen and i was not putting up with it and I got in the parking lot, and there was a sign on the door, and I said, what happened after the age of 60? You don't know how to read anymore? Stay six feet apart from people. And then I turned to the side, and this old man and his wife were, like, getting out of their car, and he was appalled that I had the nerve to say that. And I was like, well, I'm making us look great today, aren't I? But don't touch people who are strangers in public when there is a global pandemic happening. That's your tip of the week. <sighs> I uh, also went to the store today. I went to Walgreens. <laughs> I was at Walgreens today um, for my very essential fake nails and brown sugar. Um, I wore my mask like you're supposed to, and I only touched the products that I was purchasing. Um, and as I was waiting in line to check out, there were some newspapers there. Yes, I get most of my news from Twitter, but like reliable sources on Twitter, just because that's the easiest place for me to look. But the newspaper headline was... Um, pandemic of racism i just thought it was clever and well-worded and accurate that's i'm being racist just don't i just don't get it when i was in elementary school we learned about racism <laughs> i laughed at my teacher i was like you made that up you can't not like somebody because their skin color it's like not liking somebody because their hair color and she was like oh you poor child I haven't been hurt yet Boy, oh boy, did I get my turn. <laughs> when I was little and we learned about it, I was like, okay, yeah, that's a bad thing, and that happened, but, like, it's not happening anymore. And I was like... And then you passed second grade. <laughs> uh, I had a black cousin, and she was like, people are mean to me all the time, and I'm a child. I don't understand. Also, uh, your cousin is a magical baby angel, so... Literally has never done anything wrong, ever. So. Whew. I don't, I don't have anything else for this segment, and I also don't have a period anymore, so we'll be back after the break. And we're back from our beautiful break. <laughs> oh, goodness, we're losing it today. Jamie was conducting me, she went a little long on it. Yeah, I still can barely see shapes. Just kidding. I'm doing a little better now. This well, bitch is fucked up. I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. I hope nobody in my family listens to this, especially because of this week's Tinder tale. Hit it, Laura. Tinder tales, Tinder tales, come on and grab your Tinder pals. I haven't heard her in a long time. Okay, so this Tinder tale happened a while ago and I could have discussed it earlier, but here's the thing. It's... A little more personal than some of the other ones. She's juicy. I am desperately begging, if you are a family member of mine, do not listen to this week's Tinder tale. All right. If you're a friend, go ahead. It's funny. All right. So, this was back in December. It is currently... May. May. So, a few months ago, um, obviously I haven't done any dating due to 
the fact that I can't get anybody to date me and also there's a pandemic. There's two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but in December, uh, beginning of December, I was swiping through Tinder and I don't know, sometimes you just like swiping left, right. You might not even be looking at this point. It's just a game. Do people even date on there anymore? Um, I accidentally swiped right on somebody I personally knew. Bum, bum, bum. And not like we were friends or anything. I just, this is somebody I went to school with. And I actually almost dated in school. But my dad was like, you hanging out with a boy? Illegal. <laughs> you know. How old Which, were you? I don't know. It was either... I think I was 15. I think it was sophomore year that I almost dated this person. But if my dad ever hears this story, he'll be like, thank God I didn't let you freaking date them. <laughs> um, so this person, I don't know. Jamie, give me a fake name. Ronaldo. Oh my God, fucking Ronaldo. So Ronaldo is fairly average looking. Like, he looks fine, but like, I don't know, normally... If I had actually looked at the picture, I wouldn't have swiped on this person because I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. I also had a fairly scandalous bio that Jamie wrote me still up. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was scandalous. Okay. So anyways, um, this person messaged me and was like, hey, you know, long time no see. And I'm like, you are correct. (laughs) It was intentional. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with this person. I was just like, things just didn't happen. So it was fine. But they did. Um, so anyways, we get talking and we're like, you know, would you like to uh, meet up? Hang out. You want to hang out for a very short period of time. Netflix and chill, if you will. Yeah. Um, at this point in time, I had not moved out of my mom's house yet. So I was like... Where are we gonna go? Yeah. Well, I was house-sitting for somebody. Somebody with far more money than me. Yeah. So. Those are the only people who hire (laughs) house-sitters. Anyways, they got a nice house. They got an even nicer shower. So this uh, Ronaldo fellow comes over, brings me a pizza, leaves an hour later. Um, and then he came over a few more times while I was house-sitting. And that's probably the most success I've ever had off Tinder. The shower detail, I feel like, was not included in the original story. It was a nice shower I got used. Oh my god. My eyes, my eyes. (laughs) I can't reel it back in from there. But I was like, you know... Was this pizza payment, or was it just a kind gesture? (laughs) Am I a pizza prostitute? (laughs) That's the name of this podcast. (laughs) Pizza prostitute. Oh, wow. That would be an interesting job. (gasps) The Chuck E. Cheese rat would come over all the time. (laughs) I scarred Laura for life. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Okay, So, were there any uh, mishaps using the shower facilities? No. Uh, Things went smoothly. Um, We both just never texted each other back and seemed cool with that. Yep, that's how it works. It was like, we're kind of bored of meeting up and I'm going to move away soon, so. Boy, bye. Goodbye. Goodness. So... I can't think of a transition. I can't move past that. (laughs) What would you prostitute for, Jamie? Oh, man. Something that has good resale value so I could get cash if it had to be an object. (laughs) Maybe like Apple products. But not cash. (laughs) I mean, implying that I'm doing it for something was that (laughs) cash was not involved. Prostitute for iPads. Yeah, probably something that I could resell and get some money from. If it had to be a food item, it'd be baked potatoes. 
Pizza, though, is, like, easy to deliver. Like, deliver me a baked potato (laughs) from Wendy's. Well, I'm not an easy good, so it's not going to take an easy delivery. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're not either. You're a high-quality pizza. The the pizza was just a nice gesture. All (laughs) right. You know what's not a nice gesture? Being hit with shit in the face. Oh my god. We got you some know stories. That can oh my god. Well, it depends what you like, but in my mind, we're gonna pass on getting hit in the face. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about just accidental dumb stuff that has happened to us. You ever been severely hurt on accident? I have, and it was in the fifth grade. I mean, I guess nobody gets severely hurt on purpose, but, like, I don't know, you're in a dangerous situation and you get hurt, or, like, somebody wants to hurt you. Somebody just does something, and then you get hurt as a result, and the thing they did was not supposed to be violent. Goodness gracious. So here I was in the fifth grade. I had a history teacher, and she was Disney Channel-level quality teacher she was the cool teacher everybody at school wanted her she made up like songs and games and that i've never learned anything more in class in my life she was the coolest she would stand on the desk and like flail her arms around 10 out of 10 teacher material she's also the high school boys soccer coach so she was tough tough too so in history class in the pretty much all classes most teachers will point to the board some use their finger some use a ruler this teacher used a plastic sword. I've seen those, like, sticks that have, like, a little pointer hand on the end of them, but a freaking sword. This is one you buy from Walmart or that you get and you win at a fair. This was a full sword. So she it has been duct taped, too. It has seen some better days. She's pointing to the board, flailing around, going through a lesson. And goes to point to the map, and it accidentally flies out of her hand, spins Whacks me in the center of the forehead. Carol Baskin. Whacked him. Seriously. She felt terrible. And I was just like... I was still in good enough spirits that I thought that was funny. But in fifth grade, I was still like a little more embarrassed than I... Like in high school, that would have been hysterical to me. Because mm-hmm. you have a good sense of humor by then, usually. But in fifth grade, I was like, oh, everybody already thinks I'm the lamest kid ever. And I just got hit in the face with a sore. That didn't help my street cred at all. <laughs> and then, Ooh. like a week later, she's doing a lesson about the Declaration of Independence. And apparently there was a rough draft. I don't know what happened to that thing. But um, she was talking about it. And she slammed it on the table. And she said something along the lines of, they decided they didn't want this anymore. Yeet! Whipped that shit to the side. I get hit in the back of the head with the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she felt so bad. And she was like, I'm not going to throw stuff anymore. And I'm like, that's probably that's probably good. Oh my gosh. Quality. That reminds me of um, when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. I was in Spanish class. And the clock in the classroom (laughs) fell off the wall because of a ghost and hit me in the head those things are heavy school clocks weigh like 15 pounds i mean i should have like sued for some money i feel like did you go to the nurse at least did you have a concussion it must have like not hit me all the way in the head because it was like oh shit that hurts like I need to sit here for a moment and be like, oh, my head. But, like, after, you know, like, five minutes, I was like, my head hurts a little bit, but, like, I'm pretty sure I'm good. I was just trying to be a tough bitch because I was a freshman in the sophomore class. Oh, rough. When we were in college, I asked my husband to throw me my phone charger, and he did throw it to me. In the air, it spun around the block that goes into the wall, hit me right in the eyebrow, and I had a black eye. And now I tell everybody that my husband gave me a black guy, and he gets so mad because it sounds like it's intentional, but obviously it was not. Oh, do you have any other hilarious accidents? I'm positive that I do. I have one to share, as you remember. All right. The year is 2000-something. Stop. I don't recall, but I was definitely... 
somewhere between fourth and seventh grade. Um, I was annoying the shit out of my mother. Like, just full on being the most annoying little kid you fucking ever met. Do I remember being annoying? No, I do not. But that's how the story goes. Okay. My mom's laying on the couch watching TV. And I'm, like, standing at the end of the couch down by her feet just being annoying. My mom starts yelling at me to, like, please go away and leave her alone. She just wants to lay down for a minute because she had a bad day at work or something. She's got the remote in her hand because who watches TV without clutching onto the remote the whole episode? Me. (laughs) That's how you had to do it when you had siblings. I guess so. So she's holding the remote yelling at me. The remote comes out of her hand, hits me smack in the nose, and I have one of the worst bloody noses of my life. I'm in the bathroom, like, half crying, like, half kind of laughing because it's a little funny, but, like, my nose is profusely bleeding. My dad's freaking out because he thinks my mom is, like, decided she's going to be a child abuser today. And, like, she didn't do it on purpose, but, like, it happened. Yeah. My dad, like, is freaking out. He's such an overreactor. He calls my aunt, who lives in the same neighborhood as us. Oh, my God, your dad. And all my mom's sisters are far more uppity than her. And, like, my aunt comes over and is like, oh, my God, are you abusing the child? Like, what's going on? And my mom's like, it was a freaking accident. Leave me alone, guys. She's fine. And I'm like, Mom tried to kill me. I bet when she wakes up at 3 in the morning, that's one of the things that replays in her brain. (laughs) That and closing Joey's head in the window. (laughs) Having kids is a hard thing, and especially if they're me and my brother. So one time, we used to have a tire swing in my backyard. We now have a tire swing in the front yard. Moving up. Anyway, tire swing in the backyard. I was the littlest of my friends for 16 years. So my friend was pushing me on the swing, and she was like, I want to see how high I can get you. And I was like, let's fucking do it. I'm down. So she's pushing me, and then if you have been on a tire swing or around a tire swing, you will understand this. If not, get out and live a little. If not, it won't make sense. When you're pushing somebody on a swing, you just, like, push them really hard. With a tire swing... You can grab onto the tire and run all the way through and, like, push it out with your arms. So she decided that she was going to run with it a little bit and then ran under, pushed it. It went all the way up. The rope unraveled, snapped. I fell through the tire, hit the ground, sprayed my wrist. She's fucking dead, Miss Keisha. I didn't cry. I didn't yell. I didn't do anything. I just sat there and stared and she said, are you okay? And all I could muster up, I just went, ow. <laughs> she was like, oh no. <laughs> She's brain dead. <laughs> um, and then the next day we had the gymnastics test in elementary school and they wouldn't let me retake it. And I was like, bro, my wrist don't even work. <laughs> wrist machine broke. <laughs> Goodness gracious. To follow in with this, we're just going to keep on going with accident stories that involve blood. So welcome. Oh my gosh. Um, You've entered the bloody chat. When I was little, I had a lot of bloody noses. Like, all our pillows were ruined because we'd get bloody noses in the middle of the night. Cute! And it looks like a murder scene. My mom was like, I can't freaking stand these kids. <laughs> but so she beat you in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, one time... My dad was a stay-at-home dad during the day, and he went to work at night. And he had to keep us entertained, so he took us to the park one day. The good park. And um, they had built a new addition onto it, and we were like, ooh, exciting, and playing over there. We are honestly about ready to leave anyways. We start walking to the car, I'm like, oh no. And this is at the point of the season where the bathrooms are locked at the park. Which, I don't understand why they do that. Just, like, if somebody homeless wants to live in there, let them. I don't care. (gasps) I have a good story relating to that and not blood. But I had to just let my nose bleed out in the parking lot till it stopped. Because we had nothing to plug that shit up with. Oh my goodness. So there was a big pile of my blood at the park. Good, good. They probably thought somebody got stabbed there. 
So, when I worked in L.A. this past summer, I was there for a few weeks, I went to a public pool. Actually, it was an apartment pool, so it was private. Half public, half private. You get it. It was a gated, yeah, yeah. It was a gated community, though. We were at the pool, and somebody keeps screaming. Not, like, words. Just, like, random, like, ah, in the bathroom. Um, I don't remember the exact order of events, so to make a long story short... There was a woman in there who had cut chunks of her hair off with scissors and threatened to come out and stab the little kids at the pool with the scissors. We finally called, like, we called security. The police finally show up. There are six police officers there. I think it's called Narcan, what they shoot people with when they overdose. Mm -hmm. They had to do it three times before they could get her down. She still was going and fighting, like fist fighting. So there was this crackhead lady in L.A., (laughs) Cutting her hair off in the bathroom. Yeah, and I did not go back to the pool. I was too afraid. Um, we had this lady come to Staples, and she'd cut her hair in the bathroom. Like, we don't know <laughs> who the lady was, but, like, someone was giving themselves haircuts in the Staples bathroom. This is why we made a podcast, because this doesn't happen to normal people. It's just No, anybody who's worked in a retail store or food industry, like, definitely has those weirdos, but still... Speaking of getting shot in the arm, my blood story relates to going to the hospital. Um, Jamie's been to the hospital far more than I ever have been or I ever will. Yeah. So, when I had, like, all my surgeries and stomach problems when I was in high school, I had a lot of tests done. One of them being a blood test. Very easy. So, she had to draw my blood. At this point, I'm not very phased by it. And this girl, like, came in and said she was a new nurse. I don't, I don't know what happened. But she poked me in the arm, took a couple tries. They took eight tubes of blood, which I don't know if that's a lot, but it seemed like a lot considering I weighed 75 pounds. I've never heard of them taking more than three. Um, So she took a lot, and my arm instantly started to bruise. And, you know, after you get blood or get blood drawn, they, like, have you take a sip of water or they're like give you a little snack especially if you're a child i don't know if they do that as an adult have definitely if you weigh 78 pounds (laughs) yeah so i was like can i have a cookie or a cracker or some sort of snack and she was like we don't have any more and i was like okay do you have juice quick side story one time i got my blood drawn and i had gatorade in a can I've never seen it again (laughs) i don't know but anyways this story she was like you can have water. And I was like, okay, cool. So me and my mom go to a restaurant after this because I can finally get out of the hospital. And I'm like, yay. We go. I think I ordered just french fries probably. And um, I was a little lightheaded. just started eating, feeling fine. My arm hurt so bad. And I was wearing a sweater. And my mom was like, your arm shouldn't hurt because you got blood drawn. I had a bruise the size of a softball on my arm. And I couldn't bend it for like three days. And it's not like it kept bleeding or anything. Like, nothing happened. It just bruised so bad. And she was like, yeah, that happens sometimes. And I'm like, I have never had that happen again. I always have to have an experienced nurse take my blood because the freaking newbies can't find my veins because my arms are too junky. Oh, man. I don't know. So I, every time I've tried to go give blood, except for like once, because there was an experienced nurse there. Um, She usually knew her people doing it. They were like, we can't find your veins and we don't want to stab you 20 times, so just freaking get out of here. Your blood's no good to us. Jeez Louise, like you were a gay man or something. Yeah. So this is definitely a Googleable question, but I have a question for anybody out there that's a nurse or in a related field. When they give you a shot, perhaps the shot that I got in my butt, there's no way she could have seen my vein. Where does a shot go? Does it just float around in your body? Does it go into your nervous system? Do you have to find a vein? Because it seems like they're stabbing in there and squeeze. And I'm like, where does it go? At least in the booty cheek region. I just, I have questions. Where does it go? I always was confused when I was younger. I was like, doesn't your blood just like slosh around in there? And I was like, no, that's not how people work. Look like your lava lamp or something. <laughs> Groovy. Oh. I saw this disgusting tweet the other day about this gay dude who had recently had a Netflix and chill session. And the guy that he was chilling with was like, 
Oh boy, I feel like a human lava lamp now. <gasps> okay, well, I need a break so I can vomit. We'll be back with something. With something. And, and we're, we're back, back from, from our beautiful break. Oh my goodness. We had to do one together. It's the last episode of the season. What do you think my neighbors think we're referencing when we do that? I don't know. I hope your neighbors think we're bad bitches. Speaking of bad bitches, we're answering juicy questions this week. So I'm going to start us off with our first question. All right. So this week, since it is our 20th episode, we are going to do 20 juicy questions. Jamie's going to ask me 10. I'm going to ask her 10. Are we both answering them? No. Okay. Okay. So, Jamie, what is question number one? Have you ever broken the law? Yes. I have not broken the law. Never? Because I think you have. I'm sure I've jaywalked. I mean, I jaywalk daily, so that's definitely... You never trespassed? Mm, I probably have, but... Not like, if I saw a no trespassing sign, I didn't trespass, but I'm sure that I've been somewhere where I shouldn't have been. Okay. But, um, I think this every so often when I go to the store. Have you ever been at the store and you're like, I could just take this. I have never stolen anything in my life. I stole a 50 cent bracelet from my garage sale, went back and paid for it, cried because I felt so bad. Never stolen anything. But sometimes I'm like, I could just take this. Never would. Like, I've, you told me earlier, like, some people who are like, I can just cut my finger off right now when they're cutting stuff in the kitchen. Yes. And they don't want to. It's just like, it, it could happen. Yeah, like, you'll be standing on a cliff and you'll be like, I could just, like, fucking jump right now. Or the thing I think about all the time is when I'm in the car, I'm like, I could just start heading to Disney World right I now. I do that all the time. If I get on the exit that goes towards the airport, I... It takes every ounce of willpower I have to not just go to the airport. <laughs> I'm like, mm, my husband would be maybe a little mad, but I'm sure I could do it. There's like a direct route from Ohio to Florida highway oh, yeah. situation. And, you know, sometimes I'm just like, let's freaking go. I would love to do that one day. All right. Your turn, Laurel. Time to ask you a juicy little question. Let's do it. Wow, this list is interesting. Oh, goodness. Okay, this one is not too much, but interesting enough. Okay. I think we may have discussed this already, but what's the first thing you would do if you woke up one day and you were the opposite sex? I really don't understand how peeing works, and I would love to know. Like, I, I get it, but also I don't get it, because I don't have the appropriate plumbing. <laughs> I would literally be so excited to go outside and take my shirt off. <gasps> That's a good one. Like, I just can't think of anything more exciting. I mean, I'd be a white man, so I could basically get away with anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I would do anything illegal, clearly, but... Oh, my turn. Of the people in this room, who would you consider the sluttiest? Dang, Scout isn't in here. Um, It's probably gonna have to be me. Yeah, I really genuinely didn't know what you were going to say. I'd say we're probably equal. You're a married woman who's only kissed one other boy. I mean, I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> Alright, that was not very juicy. Let's try again. What's the most embarrassing thing your parents have caught you doing? I tried to shave my widow's peak when I was in middle school. That was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> That's definitely not what you thought I was going to say, was it? Oh my gosh, no. One time my best friend shaved her legs on my trampoline. That's weird. Yeah. It's like real. She like dry shaved them? No, she brought a cup of water. Is it who I think it is? Yeah. What a psycho. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) they definitely saw her do that too, so. What about you? I don't know. There was this one time... My dad found my diary, and my diary is only used for one thing, to write down who I have a crush on. Oh, no! So I didn't write in it every day, I just wrote down who I had a crush on. And he found it, and, like, 
he acted like he was going to read it. And I lost my freaking mind because I was young enough to be like, I'll be devastated if you read this. That sucks. So I, like, jumped on his back, was trying to rip it out of his hands, which made him think there was something super scandalous in there. And he's like, I'm going to have to read it now. I got in huge trouble for, like, trying to beat the shit out of my dad over my diary. (laughs) That's perfect. Oh, my goodness. What's the biggest romantic fail you've ever experienced? (laughs) I got plenty. I'm gonna say maybe my first kiss with my husband because he busted my knee open on the stairs and kissed my nose cheek there was no lip involved it was pretty tragic my biggest fail was everybody knows this and this person knows it so I'm fine with telling it on here but when I worked at Panera I had a crush on my manager and I didn't work there anymore and I was like I'm going to go tell them, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter because I don't work there. I went. Um, All my coworkers, good pals, I was like, I need a bagel. I took a bagel, and I wrote on the bagel in Sharpie. I said, will you be my bagel? And had the bagel delivered to him because he was working, which maybe wasn't the most perfect time, but I didn't know what else to do. And he... Not only rejected me, he ignored me. And then continued to lead you on. Here's the thing. I've liked people before, and I've also known that they do not like me back. And that makes sense. And I've told people I like them, even though I know they don't like me back. It's just like, I need to get this off my chest. Mm -hmm. But this particular one, I was like so sure about like i was like we were all sure somebody likes me this would be the person and i was fucking wrong Uh, yeah i still am not convinced you were wrong but anyway we're done with the bagel if you could erase one past experience what would it be probably my dad dying (laughs) your life would be so much different yeah i don't know I, I Now I can't take it back because that would be even worse. But I don't know if that's my truthful answer. That's just the first one that comes to mind. I would take back uh, my first car accident. Um, I ran a red light and totaled my car. And if the other car I hit had a passenger, they'd be dead. Uh, my friend was in the car and she got a little injured, but like nothing to like She got one like, singular bruise. No, she, um, the airbag hit her chest, and she was very little. Oh, okay, that was harder than I thought. (laughs) Her chest was bruised, and she just had to wait for it to heal, but it, like, hurt her to breathe for a week. Okay, well, I didn't know it was that intense. (laughs) And she got a little cut on her knee, but, like, she was mostly fine. But, like, it was very traumatic for me. I hadn't been driving for very long, and that meant I had to go my first year of college without a car. Okay. Alrighty. So... On to number six, I think. Yeah. Six. What is your most and least favorite parts about your personality? We'll do one, like one most, one least. I couldn't have worded that more stupidly. (laughs) My English teachers are cringing. Um, I like that people think I'm funny, but I do not like that because of that, I force myself to tell jokes when I should try to be serious. Hmm. I was thinking about the things I liked about you, and now I'm drawing a total blank. I can't think of anything I like or dislike currently. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Oh, I dislike that if I get overwhelmed, I can block people out like I'm the friggin' Great Wall of China. And there is no airplanes existing yet. That's a terrible analogy, but uh, I can block people out real good. When you're stressed, you shut down. Oh, yeah. I feel a little no, no remorse about it either. So, But, listen, this question good. What do you love about yourself? Mm. <laughs> do you want me to go off? <laughs> no, I'm really trying to think. Um... Something that's been a recent personal goal of mine is to follow through with doing the things that I say I'm going to do. And it's not that I intentionally didn't do the things I said I was going to do previously. I just have the world's worst memory. So, 
I've yeah. been working on that, and I think that I've improved a lot over the past six months. I've become more reliable and less of a flake. Yeah, you've become a nice pillowy biscuit instead of a flaky, crumbly biscuit. Yeah, I was try- I'm trying. Alright, what's our next one? You get to read. Oh. Okay, let's see. That one gave her an eye-rolling reaction. All right, this one is personal. Okay. Uh, what's your biggest sexual fear? Mm. I really gotta think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of fears. My biggest fear. Um, that I have not experienced yet. (laughs) Surprisingly, that is not at the top of the list. Um, my biggest fear is a little unrealistic, but it would be that, like, I don't know, you start doing, like, some interesting stuff, like tying each other up, and then they tie you up and desert you, and you're tied to your bed naked. Which happens in a lot of movies, I know, but, like, I have a fear... I feel like I just wouldn't do any of the things that I'm afraid to do, so, like... Everything is Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I just wouldn't do that, but, like, it really freaks me out when people put foreign objects in their body that aren't made for that. It's different when you use a tool that it was intended for that purpose, but, like, you see on shows where people put, like, a shampoo bottle in there? One, how? (laughs) Two, why? When people, like... (laughs) put food and stuff in Ooh, places no. it doesn't need to be like it's one thing if it you just like set food on top of somebody but like inside people that ain't right i like my food in my kitchen and my stomach but nowhere else yeah oh yeah why did you choose that question <laughs> oh my goodness uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever done to attract a crush The craziest thing. Both boys that I have dated, I walked up to and I said, Hey, I like you. I'd like to spend time with you. So that's pretty bold. Most people don't do that. Um, I did decide to help... the bagel bold? Yeah, pretty much. I decided to help Ryan with one of his projects in school when I definitely have my own stuff to be doing. Just be nice and then I was like "Mm, do you understand I like you because I'm not gonna keep helping you for free (laughs) (laughs) and that's on being a jerk we've lost count I think this is nine (laughs) at what age did you start having sexy thoughts and what prompted them uh probably age seven (laughs) (laughs) I was, uh, my favorite band was the Pussycat Dolls, so I was really (laughs) set up for success. But I didn't understand, like, I didn't know what sex was. I just thought that I could wear. When did you start thinking, oh, that's an activity I'd like to participate in? I don't know. I just remember being little, and I was like, I could wear a bra and a skirt, and that's okay. And I thought that that would be cool. (laughs) But, yeah, that's why I answered that question. I don't know, I definitely liked boys, and I was like, you know, I'd like to enjoy their company, but really, not until I was 21 was I like, that's an activity I want to participate in. And honestly, I don't know, maybe seeing college boys is what did it for me. I really think that I just wanted to be a model, like in minimal clothing, because I didn't really care you about the like, other- I've got a hot body, and I'm showing it off. Yeah, and, like, I didn't dress like that in public, but I was like, I think when I grow up, I'd like to just walk around in my bra and underwear. That seems like a good idea. <laughs> that reminds me of Dolly Parton. Uh, she said that she'd see this, like, real gussied up people on TV, and uh-huh. mo- her mom would be like, what a whore. And she's like, that's what I want to look like when I grow up. I want to be a whore. So maybe I'm just Dolly Parton's daughter. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Oh, goodness. What's the weirdest thing you've ever done in front of the mirror? The weirdest thing I've done in front of the mirror. 
other than have self-deprecating thoughts because you have body dysmorphia. Just me? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't really like everything that's happening here, but if I'm dressed in an outfit I like, damn, do I be like, that's a hot bitch. And I start posing like I'm the hottest shit in town. And then if you took a picture of me wearing the same exact shit, I'd be like, oh my fucking god, who's that nasty ass troll? <laughs> I think that all of us do this, but um, I sit in the sink and do my eyeliner, and also... Some of us, way too much for the sink, Jamie. But this is what I'm saying everybody does. When I'm doing my makeup, I am performing a YouTube makeup tutorial. I'm going through the thought process in my head explaining how to use each product. I know. I'm not saying it out loud. It's just happening in my head, and I'm like, why? Why? I've been conditioned. Oh, goodness. What are we on, 11? Yeah. Question number 11. What's the grossest thing that's ever come out of your body? Ooh, one time when I was on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I had an immediate answer in a second. Um, when I was going through my stomach surgery and <laughs> all of that jazz, I was on swim team. And one time I had to stop at the shallow end of the pool. I was like swimming laps, practicing. Um, I coughed up something that was like the size of a half dollar and it was highlighter yellow. Like... Maybe a little more yellow, a little less green, but it was bright, like, fully saturated. And I was like, hmm, that's probably not good. And I just kept swimming, pretending like it didn't happen. One time when I was little, it may have been the stuff I ate before this, but my older brother, who, if I can recall, definitely was not the drinking age, he convinced me to drink beer by, like, it's apple juice. And I was like... That's not apple juice. I know what apple juice is. And he's like, I promise you it's apple juice. So I was like, okay. And I drank some and I threw up black. Oh my gosh. Satan said hi. <laughs> don't give an 11 year old beer. I mean, oh, I guess if I was 11, God. he was 21. But I don't think I was 11. Oh my goodness. That's pretty disgusting. Everything else that comes out of your body is really gross too. But like, it happens to everybody. I don't know if we're going to get to 20, but we'll do our best. What's the most awkward experience you've had with somebody of the opposite sex? So the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me and somebody of the opposite sex was the very first time I hung out with my now husband and his friends. We went to one of his friend's concerts because all of his friends were like those kind of boys, had their own bands, skateboarded, whatever. They had a show. We went to the show, and then we went to this diner in our town that everybody went to. It was open 24-7, so... Waffle House? No, it was a local place. Okay. Uh, She's close now, R.I.P., but you could get any sort of atrocity you could imagine at 2 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I was uncomfortable because I was with his friends. WWE was on at this diner because what else would be on? It's good shit. And, uh... My husband was, well, my boyfriend at the time, was in the bathroom, sick, and he fell asleep on the toilet. (laughs) This is not the last time that he would do this. This is not the first. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny because there's another story of him doing that at a Waffle House. It happens more often than you think. (laughs) I married a real winner. He's going to kill me when he hears this. But, um... 45 minutes go by, and I am not a girl, so... Or, <laughs> I am not a girl. Not a woman. <laughs> anyway, I cannot go into the men's restroom, because that was not a thing at the time. And so I was like, can one of you, like, make sure he's alive, he didn't bail on me, and leave me with his friends? Because we had just started dating. I thought maybe he just had such a bad time with me that he snuck out of the bathroom. And I was like, there's no way. So... He woke up, he took me home, and then he puked in my front yard and went home. And that was pretty much the worst uh, date I've ever been on, for sure. Oh boy, I don't know, man. What's the weirdest thing? I mean, I hung out with boys a lot when I was younger. Um, I straight up just don't know the answer to this question, because I'm sure there's probably something hilarious, but I just can't remember it. Oh my goodness. Oh, shoot, my guy. Number 13. What is the sexiest piece of clothing you have? 
mean, you bought me some lingerie for my birthday. I show. did not. Okay, well, what my other friends did? So probably that. I have this tank top that's got black lace flowers on it, but it's not like actual lace. It's just like the pattern of lace, and I would say that's probably scandalous, right? I have a pair of underwear with a graphic print on it that says something far too scandalous for me to repeat. Okay, so then why did you ask me that question? That is unfair. You slandered me. But the underwear itself is like pretty regular, just like a black pair. Black pair. What's it say? <laughs> Open for business? No. <laughs> Next question. Open 24 7? No. Dine in or carry out? Preferably always carry out. <laughs> Anyway, have you ever peed in the pool? Absolutely. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> okay. I'll just go again. That was that one. Okay. Because you were like question number yeah. 13 before I asked. Have you peed yourself as an adult? The whole podcast knows I have. Uh, I've definitely peed a little bit from laughing, but I haven't, like, full on just pissed my whole fucking pants. Just like a tablespoon? (laughs) Like a a pea spoon. (laughs) Next question. Do you drool in your sleep? Yeah. I'm freaking drowning every time I wake up. Not often, but when it it rains, it pours. (laughs) Specifically when I take naps, it's just like... Yeah, well, how come you nap different than you sleep? I don't know. What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. How would you rate your own looks on a scale of 1 to 10? In Ohio, I'd say 7. In California, I'd say 4. Okay. I'd say 4 all around. <laughs> no, no, no. Definitely at least an 8 in Ohio. Depends if I decide to brush my hair. If you're if you're doing it, you are for sure an eight in Ohio. Thank you. Ooh, this one's juicy. What don't you like about me? As <laughs> my voice cracks like a prepubescent teen. Something I don't like about you. This should not be that hard for you. Sometimes you really do just talk too fucking much. That's fine. Like, I'm like, I'm not in a super social mood today, and you're like, what if I just didn't fucking stop talking? (laughs) Uh, What do you not like about me? I don't know. I really don't like your sleep schedule. (laughs) It really irritates me that we can never do anything in the morning, because there's absolutely no way you would be there. I do not participate in morning activities, that's for sure. (laughs) Like, if you really need me early, I could maybe do nine. Yeah, but, like, if we were leaving for a road trip, there's absolutely no way we'd be on the road until ten. We could maybe leave at nine, but, like, we gotta get a snack first. We gotta fill up the tank. If there was no reason for us to get up early, I absolutely would not. If it was, like, we have to be there at this time, I could for sure get up at six in the morning. Yeah. But that's only if there was a real deadline. Question 18. What color underwear are you wearing? (laughs) This is too much. I didn't want to see. I don't know. It's freaking blue. It's got silver stars on it. What about you? Mine's gray and there's a little rose on the front. Cute. I think I, I think I know the answer to this question. I really hope I know the answer to this question, but I'm just appalled that it's on this list. Ew. Have you ever tasted your own sweat? The answer for me is a 100% no. For sure. You've tasted your Not own like sweat. Not like on purpose, but like, I'm a very sweaty person. So I could be like drenched in sweat. And if you eat something, I don't know. People lick their lips. I will have sweat right where my little mustachio is. I guess that 
it's fair, but I've like, never just been like, mm, yeah, let me lick the sweat off. My also body. on that list was, have you ever tasted your own earwax? And I'm like, those people need help. <laughs> that shit ain't right. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was our twentieth question for our twentieth episode is gonna be. If you lost wait, one... Wait, 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 You've got to intro this. This is the last question. Okay, this is the last question of episode 20, our season finale for season one. If you lost one day of your life every time you said a swear word, would you try not to swear? Yeah, I would definitely try, because I'd already be in deep shit. <laughs> I'd be fucking dead. <laughs> Miss Keisha... And, uh, that's been two pals in a pod. And, you know, thank you guys for joining us and listening to 20 episodes of us talk about nothing important. We hope we brought a little bit of joy to your day and especially your quarantine. Maybe just made you think about something happy for a few minutes or something stupid. And as we mentioned, we are going to take a two week break and then we will come back with a guest episode. Um, you can follow us on Twitter now at Two Pals in a Pod. And as always, you can email us at Two Pals in a Pod at gmail.com. We'll take your advice, questions, comments, concerns, or pictures of your dogs. But for now, we on a break. We were on a break. I'm Laura. And I'm Panic. <laughs> and this has been Two Pals in a Pod. Thanks for joining <laughs> two us. Two Tiptoes in a Pod. That's what it sounded like you said. Anyways, after that little disaster, <laughs> goodbye. Au revoir.